Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Nobody is Listening. Not Nobody's Listening. Oh, my God. You think after <laughs> 96 listening. episodes, you would, you'd think after 96 episodes, I would know the name of our pod. Like the oh, back my gosh. My 96 episodes. Congratulations to us. It's only taken Congrats us six us. years. Yeah. Uh, welcome to another episode of No One is Listening. I'm Steve, and with me, as always, is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. I know we've had a long break. No, we didn't take summer off. Um, it just that just like happened to have happened. Um, but we have a lot of stuff we want to talk about. We have a lot of stuff we need to get through, and and we're back. We're back better than ever. We're hopefully, Jen. I, I'm hoping we hit. Well, I'm not hoping. You're hoping, and I agree. I'm hoping with you that we hit a hundred by the end of the year. That's our goal. Our goal is to hit our hundredth episode by the end of the year. That's only like, well, after this one, that's the four, like four episodes mm-hmm. from now, right? Yeah. So we would need to do one a month. At least. Yeah. I feel like I mean, that's like not a hard goal. It's just, we've been really bad about doing that. Yeah. I think I, you, we could easily bang 12 I, episodes yeah, out I, a year. That's you know? true. That's true. You know what it is? I th- You've just been, are you, I, I think you've been really busy with like travel. Like you have, you're like you, a Mr. Are Worldwide. You bl- are you blaming this on me you know i'm not <laughs> blaming you i'm just saying one of us has been traveling a lot um i'm sorry and mr i'm going to a uh, national park every other month like seriously i go to i go twice a year i go like <laughs> once or twice a year um, um no but you've whatever had, man you've had awesome trips uh yeah so have you what what has been your favorite trip that you've been on like recently? This this year I got to go to London and I saw a Premier League game. Um, I, I think. Oh, we can have we talked do a little, about it. Can we yeah. do a little? It's Tot, Tottenham. Is that the what? Tottenham? Is, Tottenham. 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 Can mm-hmm. we can we get a little update later? Yeah. How the yeah. season's going? I have How... so many updates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do that. Let's do that later. Okay. Perfect. Um, but right now what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump right into, um. The Emmys, and I think, uh, this like there's like a there's like a cloud that hovers over everything that we want to talk about, which is the writer strike. Um, and so a lot of the things that we're gonna talk about. So for example, when we talk about the Emmys, we're gonna talk about the Emmys and some of our our shows that that ended. Um, and maybe one show that like may not necessarily have ended. Uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna what wait. What what are we talking? About? Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Got it. I was like, <laughs> what do I know? Got it. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, now I know what you're talking right. about. Um, you know, as we talk about all that, kind of the cloud is it's not business as usual. The writer strike is still going on. It doesn't seem like it's going to end well or soon. So I mean, but that being said, who knows? Like we just we just know what we hear and what we read. We're not in the actual like rooms. Where these conversations are happening so something might happen but for now it's like i'm pretty pessimistic on anything coming back and at all these delays like being taken care of so with that we're gonna talk about the emmys um but specifically like two shows that that uh that tickled our fancy okay yes i really want to talk about secession and i know yes. it's been over for like a few months but a lot of time yep yeah i you know jen Sometimes I forget how well you know me. And when you were like, yo, you have to watch the show. I was like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like my kind of show. You're like, no, 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 no. It is your show. And let me tell you something, Jen. 
it is, is your 100% show. <laughs> my kind of show. I how I I want to say it only took me like two three weeks to finish it. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I feel like HBO formerly HBO Max. No, I think uh, I think Succession is like within the Max like streaming service. Like they still have retained like. The different yeah, yeah. networks. So I, I, I think I it's think so. still HBO. So um, HBO, like, a- honestly, mm-hmm. yes, honestly, like, such, like, you know, when you think of, when you, I think when you actually look at the numbers, like, Succession is not the most well-rated show slash, like, it's not, it's not what everybody is you like. You mean, like, when, when it's, like, watched, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like those numbers. days of those days of like you know everybody watching Mash or something like and like breaking millions of records and then like everyone coming together the next day to talk about it. like that's kind of over. But Brief. HBO has like a you know streak of Sunday night shows and I think Sunday night is like a perfect like time too, right? Like your weekend is ending, most people aren't like out and about, like they're getting ready to like prepare for the coming week and so like you're home you're watching these like water cooler type shows and like succession i would say like it's like the buzziest show when it's when it was airing and when it was on it is the buzziest show yes yes but like i just felt very alone and isolated in my journey because that's my bad people in my life i.e. you were not watching it so like you know like um i found out like towards the end of the season our mutual friend russell like was watching it so like he and i would like trade texts but like i don't know that russell would like entertain me in the way that we're about to talk about it right so like um you know i was kind of knocking at your door being like i actually think you should watch it steve and like you resisted me for whatever reason but like now you're super into it and unfortunately you know i have the memory of like a like a goldfish like i i i want to be able to keep up this conversation and like and like you know keep up with your um just all of the feelings that you have on it but there may be parts that i've forgotten or there may be things that like i'm just like i don't remember that happening so with that aside like tell me tell me how you got sucked into it tell me how long it took you to like watch like five seasons or four seasons yeah yeah all right so like i the Okay, so this is something I actually hate about TV nowadays, or even movies, too. It's, like, people judge the entirety of a television show's run based mm-hmm. on um, based on its ending, right? So, like, Game of Thrones is a great example, right? Mm-hmm. It ended poorly, and people really, like, they, they, they hate the last, like, season, season and a half so much that it has colored the entirety of, like, th- their perspective on the entirety of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the first one that really started was, like, Lost. Yeah, and... I was just gonna say, I'm like, don't people hate yeah, Lost, for sure, too? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really, know? I think it's so easy to, well, here's the, like, I really respect, um, like, showrunners and even networks who, like, give, like, the the creative freedom and license to to shows so that it's like if someone's coming in and being like I have an idea and I want to like have it be a two season thing or like in the case of succession I don't really think the creator like came into it being like oh I know I like four seasons I'm done or was it three seasons I forget how many seasons were there um uh, but I think at some point he was like, I know how this is going to end and I know when it's going to end. And like, and they let you do that even if, even if it means HBO is losing like 
an audience and their buzziest and right. most critically acclaimed show, right? So, like, I think there's there's something to be said about that because then you are not, like, in the case of, like, Lost, or I don't know what the Game of Thrones, um, like, uh, circumstances were, but, like, oftentimes you get into this thing of, like, oh, fudge like uh, we're I'm running out of ideas or and then like and then characters end up doing things that they normally wouldn't do because you have to like continue these like storylines forever and ever and it just becomes like a mess so I think in that case like succession I mean he I think he's it's he was like really clear about it like like right well the reason I I bring that up right like the reason I brought that up is because like the only reason I watched it Mm -hmm. I started watching it was because the finale aired and everyone was like, oh, it was really good. Yeah. And as I was saying, like, I hate I hate that about TV, but mm-hmm. I'm also a human being. And I was like, oh, well, if it ended well, then, yeah, I'll go on this journey, you know? Um, and, like, I think it was that on top of your recommendation that mm-hmm. just, like, put it so over the top for me. You so know? It's, it's, it's you had seen things that are, like, it was, like, such a great show, didn't didn't think the ending landed like you wouldn't have watched it you know i i think based on your recommendation i still would have Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just that i don't know if i would have powered through it yeah okay like there i don't think yeah i don't think i would have uh what's the word like consumed it so vociferously if Mm -hmm. if um the feedback was like poor online yeah yeah so Um, how did you consume it on my phone Mm -hmm. like an inch away from my face mm-hmm. every night, like <laughs> before bed, for um, like three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, it was. It took me. I would say, uh, probably a month. It probably took me like around a month. Yeah. To finish the whole series, and man, it it it, it was so good. And it's it's bizarre because, do you remember when? Do you remember when we talked about A Star Is Born? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't watch the second half because it's too like sad or like dark. Um, this show is not like a happy show at all. And no, God, everyone's yeah. unlikable. Everyone's Everyone unlikable. Everyone is out for themselves, and there's like honestly very little redeeming like qualities in any any single person. And that's what surprised me the most. Like, like I think even in season one, I was like, oh, maybe I'm I'm Team Shiv because like she's just trying to like like figure I'm this team world no out. One. <laughs> but but then you quickly figure out like actually all these people are pieces of shit. And like yeah. and if this is the way that like okay, so I really, really want to talk to you about a couple of things. One, the actual ending. Two, what happens at the end of or in the middle of season not even the beginning of season four. Um and I'm like talking really vaguely, but I feel like this is not spoiler territory anymore, right? Like, it's not yeah, like just it say is. It, just okay. say it, because I have so, no idea what you're talking about. Like, just um, say, I, you'd have the, to say the... You know, I know that the title of the show is called Succession, and it's about succession of this business, but, like, to kill off Logan oh, Boy yeah, yeah. in episode three of this final season... So ballsy. It was really ballsy, because I think people expected that, like, maybe, like, next to the last episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then to, and to set up, like... I mean, to actually, like, then... Um, like the ramp up that succession part of everything um, in the last season, I think was like, like such an interesting, but also like much needed, um, uh, just like plot, like, I don't know, like momentum um, device or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
but I I think though, Steve, and this is like me trying to cobble together like what I remember from the season and like what I'm trying to say about like the last season, you mean? Of this last mm-hmm. season, um, was the election episode. Oh, that's so good. Because so it good. played out like a fucking thriller, <laughs> like a pol- like it was. I was like on edge, like the whole time, and it was the way it was edited, the way it was like the music, um, and it also just made me realize, like, and maybe I'm dumb for not realizing it before, but like, God, like so much power lies in. Like, you know, when people are like, be careful of like what you're consuming and like the media and like yeah. all this yeah. stuff, like you're, I'm just yeah. like, I'm a smart person. Like, I know, I know what's fake news and what's not. Maybe I don't. And maybe I don't know. Maybe that we don't. Manipulated. Maybe we don't. But like the maybe fact that like, it, like, 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 like these like rich, like people of power are controlling these like narratives that like literally control like how our world operates. Like it was just like so mind blowing. Um, so yeah, I wanted to know what your what your thoughts were. Yeah, so I because I binged it and mm-hmm. I didn't watch it and and I was just like I was sharing with you before we recorded. I really wish I hadn't binged it. I I wish I I watched it like as it aired and I mm. um I watched it like as you were telling me to. Um mm-hmm. but one of the nice perspectives of like having binged it is like mm-hmm. you can see the bookends. Mm. of things you know like mm-hmm. i see like common threads that started in the beginning like it wasn't a callback to me it was like yeah. oh yeah that like literally just happened a week ago in my life like it didn't happen like three years ago Mm-mm-mm. you know mm-hmm. um and what was like really stark about it went so the show's called secession mm-hmm. and i don't think you know i think his name is jesse armstrong i don't think he was like being tongue-in-cheek and be like oh it's actually not about that i think it, right. it is to an extent but i guess what i thought was like i thought it was gonna be a little game of thrones where it's like which one of these three are going to or i guess technically four if you include Khan, but like which one of these three are gonna take over the family business yeah and um i was as you watch it more and more you realize that you know uh logan is not the reason why the kids like he wasn't what was holding them back because that's how it mm-hmm. feels in the beginning he's the one holding them back that's mm-hmm. how it's like he's the one like kind of like you think he's the one that's like manipulating like things behind the scenes or like um yeah and, but like yeah it's to a degree he is but... over their own feet yeah it, what you what i what i realized when i when i watch when i watched it in its entirety is like oh this is a show about people on the outside not on the inside which is very bizarre because to 99.99 percent of the public and to the world they are on the inside but then once you get on the inside there is another layer and i think the the scene that like caught there are two scenes that like really uh, encapsulated for me one is when like <laughs> logan roy tells the three kids like you're not serious people mm-hmm. and i was like man mm-hmm. like at first i thought he was just being mean and then when i watched how it ended i was like oh he was that was like foreshadowing that yeah, was like letting yeah. us viewers know like we have taken them so seriously because we watched this from their point of view, but they're actually not serious people. And then mm-hmm. the other one is like when they're watching the video of like the dinner party they weren't invited to, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, it's like it's um, it's like Jerry and like Carl and and Khan and um, you know, and and Frank 
and like even like Carrie is there, you mm-hmm. know, with mm-hmm. and Logan is letting Connor mock him without any sort of retaliation. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, and they and the the three siblings like were invited. I was like, oh man, like this was a show about people on very much on the inside, but like but on the outside of that inside. Yeah, um, it's a show about children who like were always going to be on the outside because they they just couldn't they weren't capable of doing the things that they wanted to do. They pretend they could talk like it, they could pretend, but every time um they were just at the end of the day they were still just children, you know? And for me, I think I think a lot of people call this like show like cynical. I don't find it cynical at all. I find it like inevitable. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Like Kendall can't help but at the last second every time that it's like from and that's what i mean by like the bookends like for me it only happened like three weeks apart in my life but when he tries to get the board to vote out his dad Mm -hmm. and then when he tries to get the board at the end to call off the deal Mm -hmm. it's like both time he just loses at the end and i was like oh what you know like that's crazy like shiv can't help but be seen as like or not be seen as smart as she thinks that she is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, like, Roman just always, like, wants it until, like, he's like, I actually don't want it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I feel like Roman got the best um, ending, almost. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think... I, the only person who I'm like, you know, he made out okay is Khan. Oh, like, I shockingly. mean, 100%. I mean, I guess out of the three, like, Roman, for sure. Yeah, but, but like, I don't even consider him part of the, like, brother, like, the siblings. He, he, he's always so on the periphery. Yeah, and, but like, that's what I mean about, like, that the POV yeah, of yeah, the show, yeah. which is that, like, in our perspective, like, yeah, it's, like, so many people, like, I don't even really consider him, like, a Roy sibling. But then you ask yourself, like, why is he there? And then when you see on the show, he actually is the most in the inner circle out of the four like but he's I the wouldn't. one being invited to like yeah, his, yeah, yeah. like his birth like like logan's birthday and these Which three are just so like watching video. Yep. yeah so i it like makes you realize like you weren't watching the show about the most important characters you mm-hmm. were just watching the show from the point of view of the most interesting characters and yes. that just like kind of blows my that mind. is the very that's a hot take steve i mean it's so clearly like these three are not because all the deals that are happening in terms of not like um the story, just in terms of plot, right? When it comes to the story, like yeah, Logan Roy is like not that important. Carl, Jerry, Frank, whatever. But when it comes to like the plot, the things that move in this world, they're doing everything. Like we're watching people who are like the most interesting, the most story driven part of the show, but they're not the most important people on the show. They're just the most interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? And so mm-hmm. I I was just, like, blown away at that, and uh, I think it goes without saying, like, I just love every minute of Tom and Greg. <laughs> like, I, they're so, fu- like, I, and this is, I remember, like, at one point, I was laughing so hard. It, 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 like, buzzed me back to life. I was like, oh, yeah, this is what Jen was talking about when she was like, it's not a comedy, but it's, like, the funniest show on TV. And yeah, I, yeah. most often, the best shows are that, right? Deeply serious. But, like, there's nothing funnier than, like, some of the jokes on these kinds of shows, you know? I just, I always called it a comedy. And I think a part of it has to do it's with... It's not, not. 
it's not not and also like i mean adam mckay like will ferrell they're like they're part of like the producing team you know what i mean so um i i only had one question in my head leading into Mm -hmm. the fourth seat the final season and i was like uh they like if i could just like nitpick the show a little bit like they just totally dropped the fact that like Kendall like killed somebody and like never brought it up again and to have it come up in the last episode oh that's true in the way that it did I was like no notes like okay thanks so much like yes like that was like such a that was like such a thing that like defined I don't know like the first seat like end of first seat second seat I don't know I'm getting all my timelines mixed up but like yeah yeah it also just shows like how like fucked up all of all the stuff is like the dad covering for the son, but the son just like getting away with like stuff like that. Right. And then to have that be one of the things that takes, that gets, um, that's the, that's the blockade for, um, the one thing that he wants in the whole world, which is to inherit this company or like whatever. Like I was just like, yep, thank you. We're good. Um, so I don't know. Like, I just felt like I like, thought about the last episode for a really long time and I think that that, to your point like I think you know like right after I watched it I was like I don't know how I feel about it like I think that was a okay ending I I know it wasn't a bad ending and then the more I thought about it I was just like oh like this was awesome (laughs) this was awesome because I feel like all of the the way that it ended for everybody and obviously it it doesn't end there but like the way that we left off with everybody just feels so true to everybody's characters yes, and, mo- yes. and so and there was like no wrong like misstep or like nothing that made you be like i don't actually like i don't think like mm, i don't know that like ship would like, have gotten back stupid. together yeah. with tom no like a hundred percent these people have shown us their cards this entire time and like every single thing that happens to every single person at the end is it's literally in line with like everything that they've like built up to so I, honestly, I really, I would have loved to have seen them sweep the Emmys in a few months or next month or in a few weeks. But um, obviously, can that's I, not happening. Can I ask you like a, a tangential question? Mm-hmm. So, do you think the Emmys are going to happen? Well, right now it's scheduled to be on Fox on January fifteenth. So instead of being like we're postponing it indefinitely, they've said that they're doing it January 15th. And, do and I you, think that it's happening? But you, I don't but do you know. think it's going to happen? Uh, I can't tell because I feel like I can't see an end to this strike. Like these right, two right? strikes. Yeah. Which, you know, I think up to next year, Steve, like I think we should be okay. But I think starting in the latter half of 2024 is when we're gonna start to run out of things to watch like Mm -hmm. honestly um and yeah i've been hearing more and more about things that are like being granted like exceptions to like um like a lot of like like a lot of like a24 productions for some reason are not like union um Uh... like part of the like whatever so like they've either been able to continue filming or they've been able to like promote things. Um, but like the no promoting thing is like a really interesting thing because obviously 
it's it's the that's the whole principle of like actually Selena Gomez is like in trouble right now because she posted something about um only murders in the building um when she is literally I mean she should be she's been working since she was like 13 so she theoretically should be part of the SAG um and like posting anything about your show your movie is like clearly against the rules and the reason why that is is because if you post something that's that's helping the studio promote like with the promoting of yeah make money so um those are clear violations of the rules and so like everybody like (laughs) her fans are so like toxic and sometimes I feel like Selena like plays into it and I'm a fan but like um they were like uh girl like shouldn't you be on strike or girl like you can't be posting this and then like other people were like well she's an executive producer and like those rules don't apply to like producers blah 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 Mm. but um whatever so uh no Steve I actually don't think it's gonna happen in January but I don't want what what to happen is for there to be no ceremony and then like we just get this like press release like the next day of when it was supposed to come out like when it was supposed to air which is like the winners because I think I would have I just really would have loved to see I mean this is the year where we have like succession with like 27 noms like for their last season like Ted Lasso has like 21 noms for their last season or quote unquote Mm. last season um Mm. you know the bear is up there beef is up there uh Abbott Elementary is up there you know and then um uh, the other thing that I've been watching, uh, well, actually, no, a lot of the things that we've talked about, The Last of Us, it, it leads with 24. Um, I really, really like the second season of The White Lotus. It has 23 nominations. So, like, honestly, like, these are all shows that, like, I would have loved to, like, just see who, like, see these people parade around the red carpet and <laughs> do their acceptance speeches and, like, whatever. And I just don't think we're going to get any of that. So I'm really annoyed. You know, speaking of, you'd mentioned that um, so Succession has 27 Emmy noms. Ted Lasso has has 21. 21. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Ted Lasso. And that, so and what that, did you I'm, think? You know, can okay, I feel like I started with Succession. I want to know your thoughts first, because this was like the reverse where like I had finished it, mm-hmm. and you had to like, re- did you rewatch seasons? Like, did you rewatch two? When so you I was watching, watching one and. So I rewatched it in anticipation for three, oh, but right, then right, 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 right. I was like still rewatching two when three started. And then by the time three started, I was just like, I'll just wait until um, it finishes. Um, and sorry if I threw off your uh, no, you didn't. You watching because totally I like like we share or Steve was nice enough to like uh, share his Apple TV. So um, like there's no different profiles in on on Apple TV or apple plus or whatever um so i literally was like uh sorry if i'm watching like an episode of season two and then like we try to go to the next episode of whatever season you were watching and it's like on season two so i i'm sorry if that happened but um i am sort of i guess glad that i wasn't watching it when everybody was watching it because all i saw on like Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it um, or just like it was just everybody being like oh this is so disappointing and I couldn't tell if everybody was disappointed because they were expecting something like spectacular considering that they kept saying this is the last season or like what the what it was and I think some of the consensuses were like 
there's too much focus on like some of the side characters like there's too much focus on like Nate and like his journey like there's not enough focus on like Ted's journey and then even with the whole like um I mean, I don't know what my algorithm is set to, but, like, I don't know. I kept getting a lot of, like, um, Rebecca and Ted, like, shippers. <laughs> and I was like, God, I Wait, hope that doesn't al- happen. Algorithm on what? Like, on Twitter. Like, I would oh. see a lot of, like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, like, Ted and Rebecca had a moment. And I was like, what moment? Like, it would just be, like, them looking at each other. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you guys need to, like, stop. Um, but I didn't hate the season as much as – I, or I didn't hate as a strong word. I didn't dislike the season at all. Um, I did not mind the zooming out a little bit to focus mm-hmm. on some of the characters. I quite actually, I think my favorite episode of this last season is the one where Colin, um, like, and Isaac, you know, remember that storyline of like, yep, yep, um, yep. yeah, like I just really, really liked it. But like, I think people's things, people's concerns were just like, we're like literally like what the fuck is happening with Roy I don't we don't know like um there's there's just such little care paid or attention paid to like certain things and they've dropped certain things in favor of like you know spending a bunch of episodes on Zava this new guy or like a bunch of episodes on this whole like you know like Colin's journey into like coming out to his like team and stuff like that so I get it I get all the criticisms um but at the end of the day like I judge it by the way that it made me feel at the end of the day and at the end of every episode and I was just like I love this show like I just I love like what it says about humanity I love what it says about like teammates and like people you call family and I love like I love the exploration of like we, we're all not okay and we don't have to be okay and we can work through that like so I don't know I I was fine I was fine with it um I I think it's kind of bullshitty that like they're wink winking like the last season I'm just like can you just it's if it's the last season, it's the last season. Can you not be like, oh well, like, like shut the fuck up, like seriously? Well, can you can you explain to some reviewers who may not, uh, even if they've watched the show, like they don't know about all these like interviews and stuff that's like happening? Um, just like explain that a little bit, because it's like, yeah, I think what they've said is like, Jason Sudeikis has been like, to my knowledge, this is like the last season. We don't have anything, but I mean, people yeah. say that even when they they're not talking about the final season, and now. They're talking about how, like, and it's very clear in the last episode, and, like, yeah, spoiler territory, but, like, you have um, Beard, Nate, and and Roy still there. It's just Ted that's gone, and they clearly are mulling whether or not to continue the show just without Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, so well, so I think most of the cast, including Jason Sudeikis, have been really clear about like, oh, like this is the last of the end of the road, and this is the story that we want to tell. Like, blah blah blah. And I think where it's been like a little bit like, oh, what's happening? Is um, you know, I think fans are holding on to like hope for like a spinoff, you know, and um, yeah. part of that is like the fact that um the book at the end of the season so the journalist trent crim of the formerly of the independent um like the the last note that ted gives him about the book that he's the manuscript is like oh you should just you should change the title because it's it's not the lasso way it's it's um 
like it's about the season it's about the team um it never was and so people are just like oh then like could there be a spinoff about the team and like if a lot of the season was about like the team versus like ted and we were pulling back from like ted's story a little bit then like maybe we can continue this like story with with just you know with the team uh minus jason sudeikis character who ends up moving to moving back home um i think that uh you know, the ending was also like everybody, like showing everybody uh, in their like, you know, like future. And people were just like, oh, maybe a dream. Um, yeah, I didn't, I never I really didn't think that. so. And I don't think so. And listen, if they want to do a spin off, I will watch the shit out of it. Like, I, I will. But sometimes you just, I don't know, like, just leave things the way it is and it's um I don't know I just I really I don't think so but I think officially like Apple has not said yep we're done and I think that's also stoking the fire a little bit like there hasn't been like other than like people dancing around and being like we told the story that we wanted to tell blah 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 like it it hasn't been an actual like season three is a series finale um and I think that is why people are like, just like, well, maybe that's happening. But can I ask you a question? And I don't know if I already asked you this, like either on one of our episodes or in real life, but like, have you watched Shrinking? No, I haven't. So I think you should watch Shrinking because um, Brett Goldstein um, yeah, Roy, yeah, the guy who plays Roy. created, wrote and created um, Shrinking um with i think the guy who created scrubs but uh i it has some of the similar elements like like the humor it's it's really not ted lasso but like uh you know harrison ford is in it and like in interviews harrison ford was like this was like the best script i ever read and like they were afraid to show it to me because they thought i was going to say no but like i like love the script so much that i decided to do it so um i think you should check it out um on a scale of like one to succession yeah. How how much in my wheelhouse is what? Sorry, can what is what what would you say Ted Lasso is on a scale of one to succession for you? Oh man, I mean season one. Okay, so this this goes a little bit. Did into... you hate season? Sorry, I only talked about how I felt about season three. Did you like season three? I thought it was fine. Okay. I felt like there was not there was a decrease not in like the quality, quality? of the uh-huh. show, but in terms of um how like what about the show I found enjoyable, and so mm, I so you not them. Yeah, yeah. I I'm very much into like fish out of water, this American college football coach going overseas to coach a game he does not know, which also happens to be the most popular um, sport mm-hmm, in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um. So yeah, that stuff. I'm like all about, you know, once it started and not that I like discount mental health at all. Right. But that wasn't the show that I had necessarily signed up for. Not that I wouldn't watch it, but I kept, I wanted more soccer stuff. I wanted Um, more like fish out of water stuff. Right. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with pulling back and the side characters and all that. Like I love the characters on it, but it was just like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It, the magic of season one 
it just turned into, at least for me, just like, oh, a show about this, as opposed to, and it, it while uh, what it had to say was like kind of unique, like how mm-hmm, it went about mm-hmm. saying it, you know, wasn't, it didn't quite match up for me. Like mm-hmm. the first season, I'm just like, oh my gosh, here is a boss who wants to tear down this team because of her husband, her ex-husband. And she happened to have hired like the most endearing man in the world. Yeah. And did the exact opposite of what she was trying to do originally. Yep. Yep. And I and love so that I, they yeah. wrapped that up too, right? It wasn't like a thing where she So like, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I, yeah um, I super don't I super didn't hate it. I thought it like a lot of the the only I'll say the only criticism that I found justified was a lot of things happening off camera. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of conversation happening off camera, like between the second to last and last episode, like him telling her that he was done after the season, like that that happens off camera, like a bunch of like breakups happening off camera, like all these conversations happening off camera. I'm like, no, 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 like show me, like that's the whole point. Yeah, is that I get to see this stuff on television, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I think that I think that was fair. Now that doesn't mean it was bad, you know. Um, okay, so then like, what is what is it on your one to succession? It's like a few. It's it's definitely a few levels below. Okay, then I, I think shrinking is a few levels below that. So if Fair. you have time, I think, and you're missing like that type of like almost like a feel good comedy, even though there are mm-hmm. like parts of it that's like you know, I mean, the shrinking oh, is, is about. I mean, it's funny, and yeah, it, it is feel good at the end of the day, but it's about, I mean, it's it leans very heavily into the mental health, uh, because the shrinking in the title is about uh, being, like, shrinks. Um, oh, and then the, the empath- I thought it was like, honey, I shrink, okay, okay. No, 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 it's, they're all, like, psychologists or, psych, um, like, you know, therapists, and the impetus of it is, like, Jason Siegel's character, the main guy, is, like, grieving, like, the death of his wife. So he's a widow with a teen daughter. And so oh. is it feel good in that sense? No, but but it but it drives, like, the comedy and, like, the other things that happen. Um, uh, can I ha- ask you one more question, then we can move on from Ted Oh, my God, of course. Um, or I guess I'll stare, start it with my statement, which is I think when I first started watching Ted Lasso, I actually didn't know anything about soccer, really, or the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. in the be, the time between season two and season three, which is a long period of time, like, you know, I got really into soccer. Yeah, really into it. And now I have a team and whatever. But, like, do you... went to England. You, I did. I, and a huge part of the reason why I went was to watch a home game. But, like... Did that, do you care about that at all? Like, did you understand, like, because, like, going back to watching season one and stuff and, like, mm-hmm, watching mm-hmm. the show throughout, I was like, oh, that's what relegation means. Or, oh, that's the team. Like, minus, oh, AF, I, minus I gotcha. AFC Richmond, every everything else that they talk about and every team that they verse um, are real. So while that team, like, Ted Lasso's team's right, not right. real, like, everything else is real. So they, like, operate solely in this, like, real world. Um, and it just made the show that much more enjoyable for me. And mm-hmm. I guess my, I just have, a, I just was wondering, like, if you care about, about any of that stuff or if you, like, if that, none of that, like, mattered, like, you, you didn't really, it was fine. Oh, great question. <laughs> um, for me, I, like, 
I was aware of a lot of the stuff that they talked about on the show mm-hmm. and the teams. Um, so it didn't add anything. But I will say, I had never been tempted to start watching soccer and getting into it until Ted Lasso. Like, yeah. the only other time I get a little close to it is the World Cup. And then people remind me, like, no, the World Cup is like the World Cup. Yeah. Um, it's like, the, it's like, you're not getting into track and field because you watch the Olympics, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so, it, no, or like, yes, in that I was tempted, but then I immediately, when I tried to get into it, I was like, oh man, there's so, like, the, I'm too, like, my mental energy is too taken. Like, how much of my brain I've compartmentalized for sports, Yeah, it's like already dominated. And like at capacity. Yeah, you just and can't add another. Thing I I can't I can't. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. okay. like you know I've taken stuff off. I've taken off baseball. I've taken off hockey. I took off football before I brought it back. American <laughs> football. Uh, is it because you are also that's tied to you know the yeah, other activities? Yeah 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 well, you know, and so that's why it brings me joy. Holiday. Yeah, it brings me joy to hear you talk about. Yeah, I'm really into it, and so is our pal, like Paul. Um, I got into it because of a very specific soccer player, but uh, I I kind of just enjoy it. And like I would say that one of my like most opened apps currently is like a soccer app. Um, what? 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 Like what? Yeah, it's it's What's it's a soccer, an, like it's an app called. <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Foot mob, it's like foot mob without the second O, so F O T M O B, and it really like literally every single team, like not just in the Premier League, but just like worldwide soccer. Every like there's coverage of like everything, and so you know, like have you not seen me on church on Sundays, like just like following along like a ticker that's like. Um, sometimes like games are on Sunday mornings and we cannot be, I cannot be in front of my TV. So I'm like literally like on this app, just like looking at like highlights and, um, and like there's stats for everybody. And like, I, I can pull up this app and like follow like specific teams, specific players. I'll follow like, like certain like world cup game. Like it's just, it's like so in depth and I like love it. And that probably should be my obsession of the episode actually. Um, but now that the premier league has started up again, it started up like two weeks ago. Like I'm literally like on this app, like all the time, just looking at like stuff. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, now I know what it's like to be into like a sport, like, I, but I wouldn't say that That's I'm like, awesome. super into like all of, like, would you say that you're into like all of the NBA? I think you are, but like, I, Oh really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only really follow Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, and to be frank, like if they're not playing this week, like, yes, I'm like looking at the other matches to see like how they're playing out in the, the overall rankings, but like, I'm not watching games that are not relevant to me. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm like the biggest, you know, football play, like, a. Uh, that's yeah. my hope for you, Jen. Uh, I don't really have That's that the next passion. level. No, I don't want that because I have other things. Like, just like how yeah. you've taken out, like, you we'll know, see. you've had to remove, like, watching certain sports. Like, 
like Steve, I have other aspirations. I need to I need to read more books. Like I'm I'm trying to read more well, books. Well, let's see what happens stuff. if the writer's strike goes on for too long. You're right. In 2021, right. when I have absolutely nothing to watch, I will literally just be watching uh, Premier League soccer. Yeah, I guess. There you go. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, yeah, let's move on. Uh, those are the two that we want to talk about. Um, and, you know, again, 27 noms for Succession, 21 noms for Ted Lasso. And I think as we get closer to the Emmys, we'll talk about it more and more. Um, but for now, you know, those are the, the two shows that we're keeping our eye on, both the Emmys and, you know, where our eyeballs have kind of been drawn to uh, when it comes to the screen. Um, mm -hmm. the other, obviously the big, uh, award annual ceremony are the Oscars, right? Yep. And so here's my question. I'll ask you again. Are the Oscars going to happen, Jen? You think? Um, so not like, are they planned? Like, I, I know there's like a date and stuff, but like, is it, like, is it happening I, in your, if you had to guess, if I had to guess right now, um, no, it's not happening. Sunday, March the... 10th. Sunday, March 10th. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not, you say. That's like, wait, September, October, November, December, January, February. That's seven months away. I, you, and you, mm, seven months is no way. You say no way. Is that based know. on like, yeah. What I think, it, honestly, I think it's like, for me, it's a little bit based on the postponement of the Emmys. Um, mm. And the Emmys are just TV, but like, I think all these award shows are connected in some sort of way. They yeah. shouldn't really be. The Emmy should not be connected to the Oscars and all no, that I, I at all. But to have like a major award ceremony get pushed back like exactly. squarely into the middle of that like campaigning season. And actually, I actually think what might also happen is, um, so like, you know, I talked about like actors and like famous directors, like, not being able to like promote their stuff right a part of the campaigning season like part of the oscar season is like people campaigning and if i feel like if studios feel oh, like their true. campaign season is like cut short or um there's just, it's just not enough time to like you know like do a traditional campaign. kind of yeah. campaign i feel like they're all gonna lobby for the season um um to be like extended so I honestly, if I had to be a betting person right now, like I don't think it's happening March 10th, but I could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't know that I am. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so I think when it, regardless of whether or not they happen, people are going to win awards, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think there are two movies that have taken the summer by storm. I'm sure everyone. Obviously, yep. Yeah obviously and jen made a really great point you made a really great point before we recorded and you were like you know what could we what do we have to say that hasn't already been said about these movies because it feels like with the lack of content a lot of the content this past summer has been about barbenheimer mm -hmm. um and so i thought what i would love to do with you is kind of talk about it in the lens of of the oscars and then it, within that, talk about it through the lens that you and I have done on this podcast before, which is talking about the the odds, mm -hmm. the odds, the betting odds for and the four mate, the core four up, uh, best picture, best director, actor, actress. Okay? Yeah. Let's normally we work our way up to picture. I think picture will probably be like the the most straightforward conversation mm -hmm. here out of the four. So let's just start there. I'm. I want you to guess. 
what has the lowest odds, which means like the the you would make the least amount of money. Like what the odds think are have the highest chance of winning best picture. I don't honestly I don't know how to answer it this way. I would say I would say right now, like Oppenheimer's up there. Do you think it's number one? Mm, I don't know. Is Killers of the Flower Moon up there? Do you think that's number one? How about this? How about this? How about this? Give me what you think the top three are, and then and we'll, we'll, we'll whittle it down that way. Okay, I think it's Killers of the Flower Moon, which is an Apple original film directed by Martin Scorsese that's supposed to be, like, fucking four hours long. It's supposed um, to be four hours long? It's, like, three hours and, like, 30 minutes or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I would say that that is up there because of the obviously Scorsese DiCaprio reunion type thing um I would say I would say that Oppenheimer is up there um I I want to say Barbie is up there because in my heart it's Barbie (laughs) and no I don't think Barbie's winning best picture but like I would like to see Barbie up there I also would really like to see past lives up there. Um, okay. Have I named anything that is like? You have the top three. I do. Okay, so is it Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Oppenheimer? I'm going to give you the top three. You give me what order you think it's in. Okay. Okay. Um, this is in random order. I'll go in alphabetical order. Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer and Past Lives. Those are okay. the, the top three. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> wow, um, okay. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Out of those three, what do you think in order? And then after you these, give me the these order... Are just, these are odds, right? Like betting odds? Yeah, just betting odds. I probably would still go with Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, okay. and then Past Lives. Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Past Lives. All right, you have the top two out of sync it's oppenheimer killers of the flower moon and then past lives interesting okay i'm really happy right now because past lives is like my number one movie of the year whoa yeah i think it's so good i think it's so good if you can watch it it's on vod right now if you have like amazon credits or something steve like just rent it um am i I gonna like it i want you to like it i do i think it's like your type of movie in terms of like something you would like seek out to watch no but i think I would like for you to watch it as a homework assignment because I think we're going to be talking a lot about it during Oscar season. Mm, okay. And okay, if it doesn't win, like, I mean, if it's not, I mean, I don't think it's going to win Best Picture or anything like that, but I would put a hard bet on it being a Best Original Screenplay winner. Wow. Interesting. So take that for what you will and go do your homework. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, 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 Screenplay. You don't have those odds. Okay, so uh, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives. Let you know. I think that's I'm, gonna change. I think so too, especially after Killers I comes don't even out. Think it, I don't think it's gonna be Killers, and I can't I, tell you what's what what it's going to be. But like, I just think there's like inflated expectations for Killers. I, I don't agree. think Oppenheimer is going to be. It. I agree. Um, I, so agree. I, don't know, I don't know what other – I'm, I'm actually not sure what so, else would be in contention. Great, this is great yeah. because there's, we're going to find value here because okay. I agree that 
neither Oppenheimer nor Killers of the Flower Moon are going to win. And okay. those are the easily the top two, like, lowest odds. So I think we can find a ton of value in something like Past Lives. Or, you know, do you want me to read some of the next ones before mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. that and Barbie? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Oppenheimer plus 125, Killers of the Flower Moon plus 300, Past Lives plus 800, right? So mm-hmm. now we're getting to the point where if you bet 100 bucks, you're going to win $800 yeah. for Past Lives. Anatomy of a Fall is plus 1100. Lee okay. is plus 1200. What's Lee? Yo no se. Okay. Maestro is plus 1400. Oh, I didn't realize Maestro was being re- uh, uh-huh. Um Dune Part 2 is plus 1400. That's not winning. No, um, but also Dune has been pushed back to 2024, so it's not going to even be in contention. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so we're removing Dune from this equation. Got it. Uh Barbie is in that same tier at plus 1400. Mm-hmm. The color purple at plus fourteen hundred, I didn't um, realize the color purple was coming out. Uh huh. And then we have other things: I, the Killer, Asteroid City, Blitz, Poor Things, Ferrari, Napoleon. You Definitely know. not Asteroid City. I don't think. I don't think it's like Air. Best Does stuff. Air tickle your fancy at plus thirty five hundred? Air tickles my fancy for it will probably be in the best original screenplay like conversation. Um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse at plus tickles 5,000? my fancy, but I don't know. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at plus fifteen thousand. You bet, you bet, you bet a hundred bucks. You win fifteen thousand dollars. Listen, if Top Gun Maverick can't win Best Picture, I think that is that's the end all be all for. Oh, um, yeah, that's really funny. Okay. Okay, so, um, what did so I I have yet to watch Barbie, so I can't mm-hmm. comment on the the content of it. I can talk about the conversation, which I love. I can talk about the fact that Greta Gerwig is a boss that she's made uh three movies that totally are from her unique perspective but also seem to be the perspective can be like adapted or adopted by anyone watching it um t- you keep telling me to watch barbie and i am i will mm-hmm. i hope I it's not it. i hope it's not like i hope you're not like it was fine do you think there's a chance yeah. I'm going to say it's fine? Yeah, because everybody has told you to watch it and, like, they loved it. Oh, so that's I true. Th- I think you might be like, um, it was okay. I watched it twice, and I loved it more the second time. I know multiple I- people that watch, that watch it multiple times. Yeah, and if, 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 if someone wants to go watch it with me again, I would 100% go watch it. It has everything in a movie that, like, it's just my, it speaks to me. It's visually, mm. it's beautiful. Acting-wise, there's no, like, there's no, like, um, holes. Um. There's a message that's like, oh, I hate Simu. <laughs> so that okay, no. Well, Simu, that's why I asked. Simu's is it fine, distracting? Simu, no, 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 no. He's fine. He's fine. I just don't like him. Um, but I was also surprised because he's effectively like Ken number two, and I wasn't expecting that actually. What is that? Um, there's multiple Kens in the in the movie. Like, there's multiple Barbies. There's a main Barbie, which is Marco Robbie, and there's a main Ken that the movie centers around, which is Ryan Gosling. But like. Simu Lu's Ken had more screen time than I thought he was going to have. Because okay. he's like number two, basically. Um, I also think the the jokes are like, there's so many jokes. It's so funny. It tugs at your heartstring and not in a cheesy way because it actually oh, makes you think that. about, think about like, yeah, why is the world set up like this? And why is, and, and, and it's just, I don't know. It's just so perfect to me, this movie. Um, so if, if, you know, I would totally go watch it again. Um, 
I also have never really thought about, like, I think actors, I, I, you and I, like, know, like, are strategic about the roles that they take on. Like, if you're in the position to be able to do that, like, obviously not every, you know, working actor is able to do that. But um, the way that Greta Gerwig has strategized her career, like, um, not her acting career, but her directing career. So the three movies that she's made, the scales have gone bigger and the stories that she's got to tell has grown grander and grander and I read an interview somewhere like that was very very like strategic and like she worked with her like um agent to to like pick and choose these projects so that she can get to a place where like you know what give her Dune or whatever like whatever like she's proven that she can like make Warner Brothers billions of dollars and like literal billions literal and like it's what like the highest grossing Warner Brother movie of all time or whatever like she can true yeah I think it just surpassed um what's the other one it just keeps breaking like every single record ever um also you know what um you know how like in the beginning I feel like um what's the studio what's Oppenheimer studio um I'll look it up I'll look it up uh I think they were like annoyed about the fact that uh Universal was annoyed that like you know Barbie had announced, but there's absolutely no way Oppenheimer would have made this much without Barbenheimer. Do, do you agree? You should agree. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it like it was such a boon for both movies to compete in the way that they competed on the same weekend and create this phenomenon that's like never going to happen again. That like I I think I, I mean Oppenheimer like. Christopher Nolan and the studio should be like thanking their like lucky stars that all of this aligned because there's as great of a movie as Oppenheimer is like it's a hard sell to like I mean the the movie is literally three hours you know like like these things are just like harder to sell in terms of like getting people out in droves and people came out in droves to watch it yes it's a Christopher Nolan movie I get it but like it just it's it's it just wouldn't have been able to do what it did so um, I don't know. I, I've really just enjoyed this past these past couple of weeks and just like watching the numbers come in, watching people's reactions to both of the, these movies, and like really just like having people like go back to the movie theater and like, you know, I sound like a movie theater exec at this point, but like just like the joy of like watching stuff like in a theater and like participating in all of this stuff. So I do want you to watch Barbie, but um, I just I have really really loved the summer because of because of all of that. Uh, I guess we can talk about this when you watch the movie, but I think everyone, like, everyone is, like, Ryan Gosling steals the show. I fucking firmly believe, like, Margot Robbie, like, through and through, like, Barbie is her, she is Barbie. Um, Barbie is her, she is <laughs> Like, there is no one, like, she is so good in this movie because there's a fine line between, like, both her and Ryan are doing the, this thing that's, like, very hard to do, which is, like, selling these characters that are ridiculous, and everyone knows it's ridiculous. We're watching a movie about, like, fucking Barbie and Ken. Like, what are you talking about? But, like, it's imbued with such humanity, and it's imbued with such, like, like, they just, they're, they're able to sell it, and you sit there the entire two and a half hour or two hours, like, being like, oh, I get it. Like, I understand this, which is so hard. And I think it's, like, I mean, I that's not just, like, them in a silo, right? Like, Greta Gerwig, like, directed the crap out of that, and, like, like her and Noah Bomber like, wrote it. But, like, 
it's just such ma- it's like such movie magic and like and like you watch it and you're just like she's so good like and I've never I know she's a good actress because I've seen most of the things that she's in and I'm a huge fan of Marco Robbie but like Barbie was the first time where I was just like you know what yes movie star like yeah so did you have odds for me for best actress oh that's a great that's a great segue I did you I do okay um do you feel like you know enough where you can oh, okay let's say out of the t- she's in I'll give you this she's in the top I'll give you that she's in the top five right okay mm-hmm. where in the top five do you think she is and I'll give you the odds this this may or may not help two people are tied at number one at plus 110 uh-huh. one person is in third at plus 225 one person is in fourth at plus 350, and then one person is in fifth at plus 450. And after that, the odds jump. So clearly, this is a five-woman race. That's so interesting because I can't – I don't know that I can name five. Let me just throw out names, okay? Um, Do you want me to respond when you yeah, see them? Or? Yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie, then yes, right, in the top five at some somewhere. I want to say Greta Lee. No? She's number. She's number six. She's right okay, so no, she's not. Okay. Um, actually, Greta Lee is like I don't think she's the best part of past lives, but again, we can talk about it when you watch it. Um, maybe Carrie Mulligan and Maestro. No. She's way down. Yeah. She's like interesting. What about Natalie Portman? She is number eight. Is Emma Stone number one? No, she's way further down. Wait, then I don't know who is competing as best actress. Okay, okay I got you. Ready? Uh-huh. Margot Robbie is number three. Okay. She's, she's plus 225. Number one, tied for number one and two, Lila Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, uh, uh-huh. And then Fantasia Barino, The Color Purple. Okay. Annette Benning for Nyad? I, oh, the movie about the swimmer? Okay. And then... Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall. I have no idea who that is. And I have no idea what this Me neither. Um, I think these odds are going to change completely. Uh, and so my question to you, Jen, because you have been uh, prophetic about these things. Uh, are, we, no. are, we, are we riding the Margot Robbie train here? Mm. Say yes. You want to you wanna bet on Margot Robbie? <laughs> Before the odds drop, I'm yeah. thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. It's only going to get stronger, right? But yeah. so here's the thing with the campaigning part. That's that's the biggest part of this. Not the biggest part. This is a huge part of it, though. Without the campaigning, like who who doesn't need it is essentially the question. Can Margot Robbie do it without the campaigning? And if the answer is yes, then we should probably jump on this train. I just don't think she's going to win. You don't think Margot Robbie's going to win? Mm-mm. Because okay. as much as I think she's brilliant in the movie, I don't think it's an, I don't think Oscar voters are going to look at it and be like, she's like, she's still playing Barbie, you know? Mm. I'd like to wait like a month because I want to okay. see what the reaction to Lily Gladstone and Killers of the Flower Moon actually is. And not just like the four people that have seen it so far. Um, I think sure. Emma Stone is going to be in this conversation. Um, really? Well, I've seen her name. I've seen her name like uh, a lot. Um, I, plus I two thousand, my friend. Plus hmm? two thousand. Plus two thousand right 2000, now. 
Uh, I think that's going to change. Um, I think Carrie Mulligan, like she's usually super reliable um, for this type she's of stuff. Um, yeah. So I, if the, if the thing was like, is she going to be nominated uh, 1000%? Do I want her to win 1000%? I just don't know that like. Oh, that makes sense. You know what? Yeah. But I want you to watch Barbie and tell me. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to watch Barbie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So, uh, you know what? Yeah. For our next episode, let's just circle back on this and see how, how it's going. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've covered the TV shows, the movies that we've watched that many of you have watched. If you haven't watched them, I think all four things that we talked about, if you haven't started Secession, do yourself a favor, start it. If you haven't started Ted Lasso, do yourself a favor, start it. If you haven't watched Oppenheimer or Barbie, do yourself a favor, watch it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Oppenheimer. I think you and I have the same thing, though, where it's like you could feel every minute of it, even if it was enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know? Um, oh, you know what? Before we wrap what up. Do you th- yeah, before we wrap up, who do you think is uh, – it's the two. It's the two guys, right? Nolan and Scorsese, who do you think is in the lead for best director right now? And who do you think is going to win? Probably. And that'll, that we'll, we'll, we'll probably, then we'll go to the obsessions after that. Oh, director is interesting this year, huh? Um, it is. It is. Looks like it's a two horse race, too. Is it a two horse race between Scorsese and Nolan? At, at least in terms of the odds? Yeah. Well, let's throw Greta Gerwig in there. Um, I think it's gonna be Scorsese. Yeah. Greta Gerwig's not even in the top five. Well, then we're gonna put money on it because she, her odds it. are long. She's got long. Okay, so that's interesting. No, Christopher Nolan is minus one forty, right? Mm-hmm, so you'd have to mm-hmm. bet one forty to one hundred. Scorsese is plus one seventy five. Bet hundred, win one hundred seventy five. Then you have Jonathan. I'll just say the movies: Blazer mm-hmm. for Zone of Interest, uh, Celine Song for Past Lives. Uh, the person for Anatomy of a Fall, Saltburn, Maestro. Then you have Greta Gerwig for Barbie at plus 1100. Mm, I think that's going to change. Yeah. I also yeah. think the Oscars are going to like, re- the Academy will respond to um, criticism of the past that like, like no female directors are, have been like nominated, like um, at least in last year. Um, I think honestly, you can't. Ha- like that would be insane if you have like the most profitable movie of this year of the last couple of years and like the person who directed that movie like and it's a critically acclaimed movie so it's not even like you know like a just like a straight up popcorn blockbuster there's no way um i i yeah i think those are those odds are gonna change you know i Mm -hmm. i think we found to, so Emma Stone at Best Actress for plus two thousand, mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig for Best Director at plus eleven hundred. Um, let's monitor that, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let's if we and then you know, you know, see if we take some action. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so let's move on to obsessions of the episode. Is that cool with you? Yes. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Uh, okay. Just we. We already know each other's. Um, we talked about it already. But for uh, for the listeners, uh, I'm going with something on Amazon Prime. My wife and I started watching. It's not a TV show. It's a straight up uh, documentary. Um, it's, I'd say it's about like an hour and a half. 
Uh, we're not all the way. I thought you uh, said it was done. a series, like a couple. No, of no, 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 no. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just like an hour and a half, uh, feature. Um, it's called Destination NBA, and mm-hmm. it follows the lives of four. Um, it's called the G League, uh, but it's the NBA's developmental league. It's kind of like their minor, their version of the minor league. It follows four uh, G League players trying to get whether it's into the NBA for the first time or get back into the NBA. And it follows four very different people. Like one guy, he's straight out of high school. He's taking – for the NBA, you have to have one year outside of high school before you can come to the NBA. Some Most people like to go to college. Some play professionally overseas. And then just recently they allowed you to play in the NBA's developmental league for that gap year. So he – was consensus top two or three pick in his class. People knew he was going to the NBA. People knew he was going to be drafted uh, highly, uh, but he still elected to go to the developmental league. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another guy mm-hmm. who's like almost 30, has been spent 10 years, has not sniffed the NBA, and he's just waiting for his chance to get in. There's another mm-hmm. guy who uh, he was drafted pretty high, played like a year, year and a half in the NBA, um, got injured, got sent down to the developmental league, and is trying to work his way to get called back up. It's just really fascinating. Um, you know, kind of like how you were asking me before, like, oh, you don't just follow a team, right? Like, you follow like, all of basketball. So if I think even if you don't follow basketball, watching human beings yeah, try to aspire to a goal that you could see why they want to, yeah, and seeing how it impacts their families how how it literally takes a totally. group effort you know um, um uh is this like recent in terms of like uh mm-hmm. was it like filmed in the last like years like mm-hmm, do you know mm-hmm. what happens to these people um well you know what happens to the the guy who got you can google it okay. but i mean this seemed this it was recorded this past year so from october of 22 to june of like 23 that's when like the footage was. It's fire. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, you can tell immediately. Like the first five minutes, my wife and I were like, Whoa. and it's unfair to compare, but we compared it to the Netflix documentary Quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is like so much better. Have you watched Hard Knocks on HBO? Yeah. Do you? Um, I like started watching. I, I mean, honestly, I really like sports documentaries, so I will watch this. They're so good. Um, they're so good. I don't know. It just makes me feel like, oh my god, I'm like, oh, like there's so much hard. Like you just see these people like for like three hours, like running around, and like you don't think about it, but like obviously, like everyone has a story, and like the the stuff that they do behind the scenes to get ready for those like three hours that you see them a week or whatever is like you know insane. But um, is it is is it as is like do you like have you do you like it? Um, I liked last year's Detroit Lions hard knocks better okay. than the, the Jets. They the seem Jets? to okay. have um limited the kind of access and and at the end of the day, anything that's self promotional, like not that the Jets are doing this, but you know, it's the NFL making a doc about the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. Okay. I don't like love. And that's yeah. kind of why I didn't love quarterback either. Mm. Um, like there were some parts they were talking about. And I was like, that's not – no one was saying that. Right. You know, or I'm like, no, everyone knew that already. Like, this didn't catch – like, we all knew that. Or, like, that's – there's just some parts that are – and this isn't 
specific to sports docs, but anything that's like an autobiography is just never going to be as good as someone who's like a really good biographer, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so that's why I really liked, um, that's why I really liked Destination NBA. Okay. I will check it out. Um, and then maybe offline or in a different time we can talk about like, you know, um, yes, there's all of this like blood, sweat and tears, like, and like, just everybody has a story, but like the thing that I have be- been up, sort of obsessed with as I've like followed the Premier League is just like how like everyone's just like an like a piece of they're an object to be traded and like oh my god yeah. it's all about money right like it's just like I was just like wow like this makes me feel like shit like I don't know like it makes me feel like what bad are we really for- supporting right yeah like everybody is a commodity and like. Uh, it's devastating when you get injured or like you're not playing up to your like whatever you were playing um before but it's like these talks and like and it's right now it's like really fresh in my mind because like the transfer period for the premier league players are still open the transfer, you're talking to me about the transfer period this yeah is amazing <laughs> but like but it's just like all, every single notification that i get from my like you know football app like right now is just like soccer app is literally like this is this person's on loan or like this trade has been like approved or whatever and it's just it comes down to like money and like what people are willing to pay and spend and and there's just like I don't know I just feel really like that's the dark side of the thing that I don't want to think dark about, side even, even though that's just the way it is right like you're like obviously um I mean yeah so I would love to talk to you about that more uh on a different occasion uh, I yeah we We'll talk offline a little bit yeah. about some of that stuff too. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, Cause I have some thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what's your obsession? Same. If you are on Amazon Prime after you watch Destination NBA and you want to watch something completely different, there's a uh, movie adaptation of a. Uh, I don't think it's young adult. I think it's just romance um, novel called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Um, it's about like the son of the American president, um, like falling in love with the British prince. Um, and it's like forbidden. Obviously, I mean, it's not forbidden, but like the prince is like closeted because, you know, like princes aren't gay, you know? Um, and it's so cute. Like it's, it's like the book was, the book is better, uh, obviously, but I think the movie adaptation is like fine. And it like, I, I liked like I think the two people that they cast in these respective roles are perfect for the roles and they have a lot of chemistry and um, they're very good looking and I don't know, I was really into it. So uh, I highly recommend Red, White, and Royal Blue. Excellent, excellent, awesome. All right, so with that, told you we had a lot to cover, but we Mm -hmm. did it. We Mm -hmm. covered all of it. All Uh, of it. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, hopefully we'll see you for the hundredth time Oof. before the end of the year. That Jane, will be sign a, us off? That will be our goal. Yes. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you made it this far, and we will see you later. Take care.